Morning, Paige. Morning where you are. That's right. Morning where I am. Good afternoon, Christine. Where you oh, are. Thank you so much. <laughs> Good noon. Good noon. Good noon. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about Isaiah because we're in December and Advent is all over Isaiah. <laughs> but I'm also trying to read through the, all the prophets this month to conclude my reading plan which is pretty ambitious it turns out by the end of the year it's like it's a lot so i'm working <laughs> on uh tweaks <laughs> but yeah didn't you say it was like eight chapters a day yeah it's a yeah, lot for isaiah the chapters are long i know <laughs> so well what I think it was like chapter four was really short and that was it but <laughs> I was just trying to get through the first seven honestly and not even like one like it's taken me a week and I still am kind of like I'm not the problem that I think a lot of people face is life is very busy at different times depending on what season you're in. Um, if you're a college student, if you're an elementary school student, <laughs> if, you're, if you're a mom, if you're single, if you're dating, if you're like engaged, yeah. like all of these are different places to be at. Right. And, and the mom, even just the mom subcategory, like it depends on how old oh, your yeah. kids are. Exactly. <laughs> so true um your kids could be totally self-sufficient and yeah. all believe in jesus yes so they're like trying to deny their selfishness yeah <laughs> and love each other like that's a different season than a mom with older children who don't have want anything who to are do rebelling with against you yeah exactly such a different season yeah. <laughs> real hard but yes. I mean both can be hard I'm not trying to minimize anything. being a Christian doesn't make it everything magical I mean <laughs> it does in a way it does in a way <laughs> everything is now magical <laughs> but for totally different reasons it is but it's not I don't know uh <laughs> ease of living isn't part of the magic <laughs> but did you start reading Isaiah then did sure you did. also yeah what <laughs> sure did Let's talk intro Isaiah, right? So I did, I did pick up a few things about the book that I didn't know. Like, oh, um, I didn't know that it was kind of a unique, unique to Isaiah that he had these visions. Oh. I feel like I'm not sure if that's true. Is that true? Uh, but that was know, one man. thing I read that he, it's like the Hebrew even of the book. Yeah. the title they called it the vision of isaiah huh. cool and i just was like oh interesting because it is a lot of imagery that he he's seeing right like yeah he's painting his pictures i don't know i also i like how specific it is he had these visions during the reigns of uzziah jotham ahaz and hezekiah the kings of judah pretty cool i appreciated that as well yeah, because then you can take out that chart and you can look yeah. at that whole time. 
and see what else is going on. You can chart it. Such a good chart. Chartable. Such a good chart. Chartable. <laughs> so Christine. Silence here for a second. <laughs> the prophets Sorry. are really yeah. hard books of the Bible to read. So like I tried to look for how to read the prophets <laughs> information from people because yeah. they're it's like okay I feel like there's two camps of people when you read the bible and they get real mad at each other one camp is you just read the bible and the holy spirit shows you what you need to know <laughs> right that's oh, one sure. camp of people okay and the other camp of people is the Bible was written by specific people in specific times, living in specific cultures that had certain types of education. And you got to know some of that stuff to be able to gather the meaning from the text. And I feel like these two people get real mad at each other <laughs> when when it's like you yeah. need guidance you don't need guidance <laughs> anyways <laughs> i look for guidance because i'm not on i mean i feel like both are true i think a lot of people who aren't experts probably like understand that both are true you can read it and just mm -hmm. read it and the holy spirit will show you truth because yeah it's unavoidable they're not mutually exclusive yeah. right like but it is helpful to consider yeah. <laughs> both of them as, yeah. you know, while you're reading, know that there is more to it than just, even, even when you're reading a novel, any novel, yeah. there's always more to it. Like, right. and may, some people would just say, I don't, I don't know, people who study literature in general wouldn't have a problem with the camp that's like you have to study the the writings as writings and not just as you know mystical words from yeah another dimension or something <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 but, no, I but anyways what i turns out what i found what i wanted to say what i found is the prophets are hard for everybody like even the Makes bible sense. scholars they're like mm -hmm. <laughs> i heard a, several different um like quotes from bible scholars and they're just they just said things like so when you read the prophets it seems like it's just a garbled mess of meaningless words <laughs> like mm -hmm. it's just mm -hmm. like these experts are just like it's really hard to read them Mm -hmm. And they're the experts. <laughs> so how am I, like a doofus, supposed to read these <laughs> and get anything wrong? <laughs> seems it's really seems like a big bummer. It's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard, man. Well, that's let's just skip crazy. those parts. That's what's hard, thing. right? It's like, yeah. we all do it. We're just, yeah, it, exactly. We, every once in a while, I'll be like, yeah, I should definitely read the prophets. And then you start reading it and you're like, I don't understand this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you hear the parts that you recognize because people quote it, you know, or it's quoted by oh, New sure. Testament in the New Testament. It's quoted. You're like, oh, 
look, mm. that's what they quoted. And then, but then I tr- like try to read into the context and I'm like, why did they think that was about Jesus? <laughs> I don't, mm. I don't get it. <laughs> so interesting. Yeah. the prophets are really hard to read and get yeah. anything from, but I'm interested to learn. And I feel like I um, have, there are some things like, so I've learned about just reading Hebrew scripture, just in general, you know, it's like looking for keywords and repetitions, which I feel like is taught mm. a lot in Bible. Anybody Sunday school or like, or at church, oh, maybe, you know, yeah. it's just like, oh, they say this word like three times. It's gotta be important, you know? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, when you find that, but then using the actual Hebrew to find where other places where they've used that word because the translation you know they take one Hebrew word and it's translated into different English words and so you can't do that exercise easily you know anyway so Mm -hmm. yeah I'm interested to try to dive into it apparently it's the prophet's kind of repeat themselves in a cyclical manner but Mm. yeah I don't I don't know I'm I'm just I'm learning more about reading the prophets which is really great because you know reading the prophets is hard and I usually just ignore them (laughs) yeah yeah it's uh (laughs) it's easy also because we feel we have the new testament and it does kind of already like explain what was important in the old testament but i mean that doesn't mean that there's nothing else in the old testament to enjoy and and talk to god about and be considerate of as we move forward in relationship with him in our you know life so i mean it is really it's interesting just to read the Bible for the sake of knowing what God has made available to us, right? Like just to know what is available for me to know more about. Like, even if I don't understand it, it's not for lack of, you know, effort. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's not for, you know, I don't know, just the idea that like, even though my husband doesn't like, like, I don't know, immersing himself in Amish culture, he does it because I enjoy it. (laughs) 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 I'm just kidding, you know, it's one of those, yeah, no, we don't immerse ourselves in Amish culture. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. (laughs) We don't do that. I I'm trying to find something page. I'm sorry. So I'm a little okay. Okay, here it is. I so I is started writing my own advent thing. <laughs> In a way, it isn't. It is a little bit of a chart. So I found out last year. Um, I was trying to, you know, for the past three years, I had tried to do something for Advent and each time it like didn't work out yeah. to do it as a family or for whatever, like it just, it didn't work out. Right. 
And there are all these different ideas out there for what to do with your kids. But so many of them are kind of just distracting. They're yeah. not really talking about Jesus or what we're waiting for or right. anything like that. It's like maybe moral lessons or like, I don't know. It, yeah. at, at worst, it's just about commercial Santa. And yeah. that's, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that inherently. It's just not the focus. <laughs> it's just not right. the focus. And it misses the mark. Yeah. Yeah. And if I'm doing something specifically intentionally for Advent, I want it to be all about the actual focus because the rest of my daughters, my, and my children, my, all my children, the rest of their lives are inundated with the commercial aspect of everything and the secular yes. whatever. So if I'm doing something intentional with them, I want it to be meaningful. And there just wasn't something out there that I could find that satisfied that itch, that itch or a niche. <laughs> I don't know. So I, I'm writing my own. I'm writing my own. And last year, a girl had this idea and didn't do anything about it. But a no. girl on Instagram, I can't remember her handle, but she's a photographer in BC and a Christian and she takes pictures of stoops on Capitol Hill and it's really delightful. But she um, she was like, why isn't there an Advent thing called actual Advent where it's just <laughs> about Jesus's birth and waiting for Jesus to be born? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know. I would totally, that's what I'm looking for. If you write that, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm just making, I'm making my own and it's really terrible, but Aww. they're, they're like, well, because it's the first year, I'm going to sure. do this for years, years and years. Yeah. <laughs> so the question I have yeah. is, so what is it about? Is it different from like the Jesse tree? Yes. Okay. Yes. Only in that it's talking. <laughs> so the Jesse tree goes through everything right like yeah it goes through the bible mm -hmm. the whole bible and the jesse tree you know what i need to pull it up specifically um <laughs> i'm like looking for it right now <laughs> um because i'm pretty sure it has oh i wonder if that's jordan is really difficult about okay Yeah, I want to see all the symbols and stories. Okay. So good. The Jesse tree starts with the stump, goes into Habakkuk, and then it goes backwards to the creation of humans in the fall and Noah's Ark, promised land, God's promise to Abraham, Abraham and Isaac, Jacob's dreams, Joseph's 10 commandments, Rahab, Ruth, and Boaz. God chooses David to be king. Okay, so this, yeah. Isaiah's prophecy of a savior. Isaiah's prophecy of the second coming. Jonah and the whale, Daniel in the lion's den, prophecy of uh, savior born in Bethlehem. Elizabeth and Zechariah, John the Baptist. God chooses Mary. Angel appears to Joseph. Mary and Joseph go to Bethlehem. Jesus is born. Okay, so this is the whole, the whole thing, but it is also like too much does that make sense does that make sense 
I don't know. I don't know what you I feel like I tried, oh, <laughs> the whole Bible every day. <laughs> it's just too much. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like this is what I, I tried doing this and it was, it was like, Wow. No, I don't know how to explain it. I want to say it's not Christmassy enough, but that sounds so silly. Like what was happening was I would do each of these scriptures yeah. and there was still a lack of um, meaning because they're, maybe it's because they're prophets. <laughs> and so having these kind of random not random okay so random. it sounds like you okay. weren't able to like what was it that you weren't able to link each day or each story to an anticipation of messiah because i mean the I mean, whole bible story is does. about anticipation of messiah so okay yeah i mean i, I agree with you there except for that very first part where God created and everything and everything was good and then it was fine well no what no the creation totally story fine. is how the story of this the prophecy of the snake is the 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 snake crusher that's the, that's the story of from the, the fall. beginning of the beginning the but beginning isn't the creation... of the the end of the beginning was the fall and that was the, the fall story one of the days I feel like yeah but they're the two day. separate days there's two, there separate, two days. separate days yeah creation of humans and then the fall that's weird because three and four so i mean I looking at it now i think i did this i tried this out one year because it did look so promising and i agree yeah. everything points to jesus i told like i'm not saying creation doesn't point to jesus sure. jesus created so of course it points to jesus right like, yeah the word jesus is yeah. the word <laughs> it's so <laughs> it's not like not it's not like i'm not arguing that that story has nothing to sure. do with jesus of course yeah 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 and i'm not arguing that any of these but like okay so here's maybe the problem um as as people as humans our resources are also limited and this so doing I think it's the patience with a toddler maybe oh. and decorating a whole separate tree was also kind of like oh we yeah we do don't do that. that that seems frustrating we don't do that at but, all uh, mm, we don't even right? I don't even do the ornaments I just I purely you just go through the story just go through each story and talk about how you know it oh, leads to christmas why. that's it that's all i do i don't do <laughs> a separate tree they don't color anything nothing we just talk about it color something oh like if you printed yeah you're supposed to print the thing and, and color, the color them and then them they out, hang them on your tree I, mm, I mean it's a great idea it's a great idea Sure. And I like that idea if I could spend time on, I think there was something difficult for me mm. 
it remind it was reminiscent of how I grew up in this very like yes it's the whole story of the Bible but sure. it still is so disjointed like we've taken these isolated moments yeah and there's it's not a it's not um, a continuous narrative huh. and I think I think that was a problem for me growing up yeah. that I couldn't that that in like it wasn't it didn't aid my bible literacy yeah like it just was like these disjointed stories and so maybe because of that feeling of like i don't want to be talking about all of these stories without context maybe like knowing my kids don't know so much so i mean what what I've done is very not, so there are like 14 specific prophecies about Jesus's birth. Okay. So I've just yes. kind of split them up. And so my hope next year, <laughs> after I've hammered out the kinks, because this year it is kind of, mm, it's only day five. No, it's day six. Okay. So I have one of these like, little you know nativity scenes the crash yeah. or whatever yeah so the idea that i liked from most of these things is the idea that they would unwrap something like a lot of the book ones or the whatever mm-hmm. so i have see now i don't know so there's like 13 or 12 or 14 somewhere in there little figures that I've linked to the Old Testament passage somehow. And then the second half of December, as we're waiting, um, I'm gonna take one away and we're gonna talk about the New Testament fulfillment. And I'm gonna see if Bernie can catch on to which one's missing and if that makes sense to her. Like, And so then we would put that back into the scene that day so she can it's kind of like it turns into a game of like which one is missing so you find the missing one and then you talk about how the new new testament fulfillment of the old testament prophecy specifically and i feel like there's so much to talk about just with the birth of christ like there's so much to talk about yeah (laughs) and we've reduced it to this very tiny story that's actually incorrect you know, like the popular version of the story isn't really how it goes. It seems like all of these events are so condensed when it didn't happen like that. Right. And how cool is it? How it actually happened is really great. And so, <laughs> I don't know. I think that was what that was what kind of triggered my mm, moving away from the Jesse tree because the dress I feel like the Jesse tree is a way to ignore the Bible the rest of the year and I know that's not true that's not how it's used but hey we've covered it because you know holidays are when we remember God and this is what we've done we got our bases covered whatever the kids are curious about they'll look it up themselves and then (laughs) you're just like okay (laughs) I don't know it just didn't feel like I was really getting actual advent. Like what, what prophecies were there about the Messiah 
that that Christ actually fulfilled and like why is there debate why do people not believe like all of those questions aren't addressed in the Jesse tree for me and probably those aren't going to be addressed in my kids advent thing but it might be something I can focus more on yeah myself so it's very selfish what I'm doing I'm so (laughs) selfish super self-concerned with this advent calendar but but bernie has been a real my daughter has really been enjoying the uh opening of each bible character and she remembers doing this last year i think it was last year i tried to do the jesse tree and i just disassociated the crush with our advent reading like it was just like whatever right i don't know so she would get a new bible figure and uh she woke up the first, I think, yeah, it was like the first morning. She woke up super excited. She was like, because we were going to decorate the tree. And she said, is this the morning I get to open my Bible figure? I was like, yeah. How about that? You're excited about that? Cool. Yeah. Nice. Advent taken care of. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not perfect. And it probably needs a lot of work. But I don't know. It's actually, the Jesse tree is great. I don't want to minimize that either. I do like how they talk about the whole story. Just looking at this, I'm like, man, why didn't that work out that one year? It was really hard to do, I think. I think that was just it. Yeah. It was just hard to do. And there's so much to think about. What's the baptism shell? It's a shell. What do I mean by that? Baptism shell? shell. I don't know. Is that the symbol y'all use? Do you do this? Do you do the Jesse tree? So like I said, we do the Jesse tree, but I just basically use the, like, like what Jacob's ladder. And I'm just like, oh, Jacob's ladder. I know that how that relates to Jesus. Let's just talk about it, you know? And I kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? That's all I do. Sure. I don't do anything else i just talk about oh jacob's life let's good. talk about jesus like why that has to do with jesus and how that pointed forward and Age. how jesus fulfilled that like that's that might have been my problem actually that might have been really the real problem was that i didn't know like oh. i think that was probably part of the problem oh, and so yeah. i think the jesse tree works for someone who is already literate in like bible history and stuff like you know what I mean? Does that make yeah. sense? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you have a very specific guide. Yes, I, right. You could have if a your guide. guide is, yeah, and it's funny because yeah. there's so many guides and I don't even know, like That's I literally true. just this year Googled it on my phone and just went to the first one. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, like in the one I looked up, it doesn't have creation and the fall as two different days. It doesn't oh. have that. It just, the first day is the Jesse tree and it talks about the passage in Isaiah. And then the okay. next day is Adam and Eve and the fruit. And then the next day is what? the ark and the flood. No way. And then Abraham. That's way like, better I don't know. than the one I have looking up here. Super interesting. There's lots of things you can do for Advent. One year I tried to do this one. Um, it was called Unwrapping the Names of Jesus. And I thought that was going to be great because it was all about Jesus very explicitly. (laughs) 
And uh, it just, it was good for Mark and I, if we were just us doing it, but it wasn't, it didn't help us bring the kids into it. I think at that point it was just Bernie. I think we just had Bernie. Yeah. Two or three or something. And it was like, this is not, this is not accessible for young, young families, the youngest of the families. If you're trying to do, if you're trying to, this was my thing. I wanted to develop the habit of doing this while they're still really young so that they just have no memory of ever not doing it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, of course, they're not going to remember Advent when they're two. Like, they're just not. That's fine. Yeah. But you get better at it. when you're the mom of a two-year-old or the dad of a two-year-old you get into the practice of doing something that you want them to remember when they can like later so you refine 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 your different traditions you want when they're very very young and then then you have them and then they're almost automatic they're of course effort (laughs) but at least they exist in some form and they're not just an idea right instead yeah so uh, from my maybe four attempts to do something for advent we finally have like the candles Mm. like that happened last year it was really everything is hard (laughs) everything is hard yeah (laughs) but i think that's all you know as an encouragement that's really a good thing that it is a journey like it is something to like work toward and work on forever like we're never gonna have a set thing I think that's that can also maybe that's another thing that about the Jesse tree that like this is all you need kind of mentality of like I've condensed the bible into this and it's very complete for me I don't need to think about it anymore I don't know like and that's not how that's totally an individual thing right and that was my attitude when I was younger like I guess (laughs) maybe and that's why I'm so like fixated on that attitude now because it's like something I'm familiar with or something but right and so like I mean if I don't know. It just, I don't know. Advent, it's hard because it's all prophets. (laughs) I know the prophets. Isaiah mentions Sodom and Gomorrah, and we just went to a few sites that are contestants, I guess, for being the actual sites of Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was super interesting then but I don't remember what Isaiah said about Sodom and Gomorrah I mean referring to it is like yeah it's in the first chapter <laughs> That's it, is. Oh. it is in the first chapter if the Lord had hosts verse 9 had not left a few survivors we should have been like Sodom and became like Gomorrah yes so like which is interesting because this they haven't been conquered yet Sodom and Gomorrah Sodom and Sodom and Gomorrah Gomorrah destroyed like way back during Abraham's yes Lot Lot and his wife flee to Zoar so why did you wait I thought you just asked I thought you said it was weird because it hadn't even been destroyed yet 
they're not destroyed. No, it's weird because Isaiah's writing this while Judah is still like fine. Like they haven't been taken over by Babylon yet. Oh. You know, like Babylon hasn't come and conquered them yet. Right. But he's saying like, your country lies desolate. Your cities are burned with fire. Yeah. Your presence, foreigners devour your land. It's desolate as overthrown by foreigners. Yeah. So this is all. Telling them, wash yourselves, make yourselves clean, remove the evil deeds from my sight, stop doing evil, learn good, seek justice, rebuke the oppressor, obtain justice for the orphan, and plead the widow's case. Like it's like it's telling them to get on the stick, (laughs) stop being terrible, (laughs) stop stop being terrible. (laughs) Um, That's. I feel like that's the major message of most of the prophets. Is like. You guys yeah. are really messing this up right now. Please stop because God is angry and it's not going to turn well, turn out well if you don't do a 180 like yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. And we like it's so tempting to think that like okay, so I feel like that is the the continual message of the prophets but it's not like being good like okay i feel like this is where we get into morals and stuff you know yeah. like morality is not salvation but i don't know so i think the point is that like that we entered into a covenant with god right and god mm-hmm. says you get to choose life or choose death and these mm. And these prophets are saying, uh, hi, you're choosing death. <laughs> you right. know, like, okay. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. These, these, um, actions and behaviors don't lead anywhere good. Yeah. Cause the they're like yeah. worshiping other gods. It's not like we're just talking about, you know, right. telling a white lie, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, which yeah. isn't, you know, it's still sin is sin. Yeah. yeah. Don't lie at all ever. No. <laughs> just I'm just kidding. Um, that is really funny. Uh, because didn't even Rahab lied. Yeah. Right. Really interesting, right? Okay, anyway, so oh, but then so did every everyone, every single person. It's except not, Jesus. It's, yeah. It's not okay, anyway um and the whole idea of people being trees comes up a lot yeah yeah people are trees trees are people well you know not really but (laughs) but that did come up and uh you know what is interesting though is that um creation i think since we're talking about the prophets and getting into exile the exile was a way that, let's see, the language used was talking about giving rest to the land. Because mm, you remember how mm-hmm. in the Forced Sabbath years rest, yeah. and Jubilee and all that, that mm-hmm. they were supposed to not harvest the land and give rest to the land. So the creation the, was supposed to receive rest. Yeah. So trees are yeah. kind of people. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> They deserve rest just like people do. 
Yeah, the land, it was like a way to force the land to have its rest. Yeah. No one was listening to God. That's right. <laughs> Not. Oh, that's so good. Okay, well. Like, I think I'm just going to focus on reading Isaiah because it yeah. is, you know, it's one of those things. It is also beautiful and nice to read. Like, it's interesting to read. Not necessarily that it's nice to read. I think I, as well as any listeners we have, are going to be interested in which prophecies about Jesus' birth you've chosen. You got to tell us more oh, about yeah. your early formations of your Advent <laughs> program there, Christine. My Advent program. I'm excited to share more about how our Advent is going. Yeah, I'm excited to hear about it. Cool. Um, and for all of you doing the Jesse tree, don't stop talking about the Bible after Christmas. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know that's not what it's about. I, the Jesse tree is great. It's so good. I wish it worked for me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We, and it's fine that it doesn't. It's right. Fine. Sure. And it's fine if it does. Yeah. Totally fine. It's so funny because I discovered the Jesse tree because I was doing what you are doing. I was like, <laughs> I need Advent to be about Jesus. And I want it to be about how we've been anticipating Messiah since the beginning. And the beginning. whole Bible yes. is about anticipating Jesus. And so I really want to, instead of, because when you study the whole Bible every day or whatever, when you're studying the part <laughs> of the Bible that you're on today yeah. and it points to Jesus, like <gasps> your picture, you're, you're like zooming in on one part, you know, but I feel like Advent is a nice way to just like zoom out kind of get a bit of bigger picture that's i love that that's the best part about advent the yeah big picture big picture and i'm doing that by focusing on a very small part of it no <laughs> i'm just kidding no it's just I'm goes just to show no, like everybody's yeah. gonna have a different perspective on it yeah <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, everyone. <laughs> We're really glad that we can encourage each other. And yes. um, hopefully we're an encouragement to you as well. Yeah, if you're curious about anything we talked about or maybe want to chastise us or rebuke us, ah, you can do that too. <laughs> you can email us at colorandcompanyblog at gmail.com. So thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks guys. Paige. See you next week. I love you, Christine. Love you too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>